Unlocking Your World of Creativity with Mark Stinson. Copyright 2021. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Mark Stinson, and you've come to our podcast, Unlocking Your World of Creativity. This is the podcast we literally go around the world talking to creative experts. We talk about how they get inspired for new ideas, how they organize those ideas, and how they get the confidence and the connections to launch their ideas out into the world. Today, our Around the World Travels takes us to the mountains of Denver, Colorado. We're talking to my good friend, Ron Cool. Ron, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Mark. So happy to be here. Excited. You were on our show not too long ago, so I'm so excited to be on yours. Well, I was going to say, this is like, a, what do you call them? Crossover event. This is That's, a crossover event. Uh, we started this conversation event. with Ron a couple months ago on the Hindsight Hacking podcast, and we just got so engrossed in talking about marketing and branding and all sorts of the new media, uh, but classic customer experience approaches that we thought, hey, we got to continue this conversation. So thanks for coming on this show. Ron is the CEO of a great agency called GetHHM.com. It's Hindsight Hacking Media. And we're going to talk about podcasts and we're going to talk about how to use podcasts in your media planning. But we'll, we'll just start there for a second, uh, Ron. I got to know, why the focus on hindsight and how do we hack it? Drill down on the name. This is a hilarious story. So I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back and just kind of tell you how we came up with the name. It's hilarious. Okay. So we had this idea of doing online masterminds and type of stuff because we were doing coaching and stuff in person before COVID. Uh, my business partner and I, Corey Carter, and he comes to me and he's like, hey, we should, we need to publish every day because he went through OFA, Russell Brunson, and all this other stuff. I was like, uh, like on social media, like, what do you mean? He goes, no, like publish, like go live. And I was like, uh, okay, right? And, and he goes, how about we do a podcast? And I go, well, if it's, if it's like a radio show, I'm down and let's just have fun with it. So that, that was the idea behind it. Then we were like, okay, we have to come up with a name. And we launched our show on 1-1-2020. And so we're like, okay, what's, what's 2020 hindsight, 2020. So let's have it hindsight. Right. And then we're like, ah, secrets. No, it doesn't sound right. Hindsight hacking. Ah, how about we hack highly successful entrepreneurs hindsight to give the listeners better foresight. Like, ah, that sounds great. That's, that's going to be our show. And the show is born. Yeah. That's how it was born. And we rebranded everything to hindsight hacking media because it was called something else, but it was confusing people because the podcast took off, Mm -hmm. you know, we're over 200 episodes now and I don't know, 20,000 something downloads or something crazy like that. And it it took off. People started recognizing us from hindsight hacking. And so we started doing design work and we're like, okay, what's this whole agency thing? And since we had a podcast, we had this, this nice gentleman, John, he's like, Hey, I'm about to launch my show on Apple on Friday. I just want to tweak my logo. Can you help me with the logo? Sure. This is Monday. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I could do it. So we, we tweaked the logo and I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. You're launching on pot, you know, your podcast. I think it's going to change how you do your business. Cause I know how it's impacted us. And he said something and it made me ask the following question. I said, did you get approved by Apple yet? 
<laughs> and he goes, approved? What do you mean? I was like, oh my gosh, dude, it's Monday. Like you just told the world to the, it was a 20,000 person group that you're going to be launching your show on Apple on Friday and you haven't even submitted your show. I remember it was like 11 o'clock at night and he only paid us like $50 for this logo, right? No, no big deal. Because at that point we didn't have an agency. Yes. It was just kind of birthing out of it, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'm working on it. It's 1130. It's now 12 o'clock. And my wife's sitting, you know, it's midnight. And she's like, who are you talking to? Because I'm on Zoom with this guy, right? I go, I'm talking to this guy, John. He's trying to launch and I'm trying to walk him through it. He's not understanding what I'm asking him to do. I go, but I, I can help him. And, you know, our whole thing is just helping people and doing the right thing for others. And I remember telling him, I go, John, I know we just met. I need like every login you have for Apple <laughs> and just let me do it. Right. And he's like, okay. So he gives me everything. I got him submitted and he went live on Friday, like he said, but you know, that was, that was something I did not thinking anything of it. it I went to bed and my wife goes, you were on the phone with him for like four hours. I go, yeah, I, I helped him. And we'll see what happens, right? Fast forward, he's referred like $25,000 worth of business to us mm -hmm, mm -hmm. from just that crazy little act of kindness that I never expected that whatsoever. Yeah. Today in the Starbucks drive through line, the woman in front pays. And yeah. it's really the same thing, right? It's just going to snowball. And so you help somebody and uh, yeah, it all comes back. I mean, people have often asked me, you know, are you monetizing your podcast? And I go, I'm, I'm not really sure I understand the question. If you mean, am I selling commercials and the checks are coming in all the time? Obviously, that's not how it works. Right. But uh, if you're saying, you know, clients and friends and business associates keep coming back and we're building our business in a very organic, meaningful relationship way, the answer is absolutely yes. Yeah. Absolutely. We have, we've created amazing relationships through these podcasts that are potential clients, current clients, past clients, and they're still really good relationships and you never know where it's going to lead, but it's good relationships. Yes. So let's get really specific. I mean, a lot of people would say that's great. You know, you put it out there and you expect the secret and the law of attraction to work for you, but really, I mean, let's get quite logistic. How does a podcast as a channel, as a medium, help an entrepreneur, a small business actually create opportunities? Oh my gosh. Well, I'm going to tell you how we handle our podcast, then I'm going to go a little bit more in detail. How about that? Yeah, great. Corey and I, we believe in a frictionless process and we want it to be out there like all over the place, all the time, content wise on every social media thing, but we didn't want to do, do like all the research on that. Right. And so we're like, how do, how can we take what we're doing, make it content and put it out there? So we'll go live to Facebook, our Facebook group and YouTube for the interview. So it, it's a live show. And then that content gets broken up about 30 to 60 pieces of micro content. And then we share it for months and we've, We've got it dialed in to a point now where it's very guest centric, but it has our branding on it. And now we had a guest on our show in October that still shares her stuff from our show mm -hmm. like today. It was just on LinkedIn today, right? And it's so funny because, you know, again, we're doing right by the guest and we're doing that. 
Now that's just content and putting, making it a frictionless piece, right? But the other aspect, you have someone on a Zoom call or however you're recording your, your podcast for an hour. And in that time, you've built a relationship up enough to get them on your show. Mm-hmm. you've probably set up a couple things before your show even started and had a conversation just like we did before the conversation, before the yes. podcast started. And then when the podcast's over, you probably have, like for us, we have a full agency, a full gamut of things that we can help people with. And by the end of that conversation, I already kind of know if I can help them or not help them through the conversation. And they know by the end of the conversation, if they would even want to work with us or not. Mm -hmm. So we've built amazing relationships because that's what it's all about. And then we help them solve the problems that we know they have because we've talked about it. And if we can find an easy way, we've told multiple people that have come to us and said, Hey, we want to work with you guys. Do you guys do Facebook ads? We're like, yes, but let's have a conversation first. Right. And we've told multiple people, Hey, that is not the direction. Like if you want to do that, Mm-hmm. we're not going to do it <laughs> because we just feel you're going to give Facebook right. money. That's just not what we Right. Do. And yeah. you're, you're just not quite ready for it. And sometimes that goes over well, and sometimes it doesn't, but you know what? I can sleep at night. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if people think, I guess, in a traditional agency thought process that if I'm buying ads, look, whether it's in traditional media or social media or whatever platform, but that somehow that's giving me more control. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> the only way the I only love the short answer. Control. Thank you, Ron. The only way you have control is if you if you own the traffic, right? Which is you have their email and it's an active email list. That's that's the best way. We open the curtain. Corey and I built our agency, left two six figure a year jobs on zero market spend, like no ads, no ads whatsoever. And we've been blessed that our customers refer their friends, and we've built really good relationships with people. We had a very big person in the space today, a click funnel space, reach out and said, Hey, I have a person. This person's also very big that wants to use you guys as a podcast editor. Are you accepting clients? And we're like, yeah, yes, we are. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's I mean, what we it, do as a business. We accept, yeah, clients. <laughs> well, you know, and even if we weren't, yeah, we're going to do it for you. Yes. Um, because it was just a very random conversation, but we've built a really good rapport with her and she knows she can trust us because we have a good relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, to continue the thought on hindsight, you've mentioned a couple of times leaving and transitioning from past corporate jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, what did you bring forward? I mean, you were in operations management, franchise management. You had a lot of people to consider. You had a lot of property and functions and you know, all that good stuff. What did yeah. you bring forward from that or lessons learned? Systems. Um, you know, Corey and I both are very system. Corey and I have very similar backgrounds. You know, we've, I've been a manager. It was funny. I was telling my wife, I go, I was hired at 15 for a job at Burger King Mm -hmm. before I was 16. I was in management. So I've been a manager longer than I've not been a manager in every job I've ever had. Um, just cause I don't like not being a manager. (laughs) <laughs> right. I, I like having some semblance of control of my world. And in my mind, that's what it is, even though it's not. <laughs> but the systems is a big one. I had a passion for design and, you know, I created marketing things for other businesses. Even though I was just in director of ops, I was still doing some of the marketing pieces or the idea ideation of different things to create 
the brand, you know, so I kind of had those pieces. Uh, I, I feel very blessed at building teams. So I'm able to surround myself with people that can do things that I cannot do. And then I just let them go and do their role, you know, cause we all have a role and this is how I explain it. We're a wheel. Everyone has a little piece of the wheel. And if one of the piece flattens out, the wheel keeps going. We just got to help them, you know, pump back up. But um, if I try to control the subject matter experts world, um, that's a bad spot for me to be at. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting you mentioned systems because if you have an independent consultancy and it's the you, you're selling you, well, there's, right. there's really no system, right? Um, and it's limited. You can't really build a team to do you. <laughs> you right. know? Uh, right. And oftentimes it's been said that a franchise is mainly the system, you know, right. well, plus the real estate, but right. it's, it's the uh, system, not just the product that you're putting out. And and is that what you're saying that you're trying to build now that there's a way of doing hindsight hacking and media and podcasts the way you do it, that you're, you've got a system. Yeah, absolutely. We've, we've actually, there's, we have a ton of different clients, but there's about 12 that do it exactly like we do it through our system. And they they literally record it and forget it because we also, we handle all their social media. So literally they record this. Then they go focus on what they're supposed to focus on, which is selling X, Y, and Z of whatever it is. And that's what we pride ourselves on. We build the relationship enough where, especially if I've created the brand, obviously I understand the brand. I understand the brand messaging. None of our clients have the same branding. And I, I don't want someone to look at a client's brand and say, oh, Ron did that because mm-hmm. then I failed. Yes. Like I don't want to be seen in their branding whatsoever because then it's really just trying to showcase me. It's not meant to be your brand. It's theirs. Correct. Correct. Like HHM hindsight, that's my brand. And and I do it how I want to do it. Right. (laughs) But um, other people like I'll, I'll spend two, three hours just on branding with somebody to understand what they want to do, really get their voice, give them some samples of what we're going to do. They approve everything. And then we just show them the numbers and we're like, okay, you're up. Like we had one person on their Instagram, they were up 926% over last week, which was awesome. And then uh, we have another client that we're helping them understand how to leverage their podcast. Even though they're in the top 5% of the podcasting world, they're still not leveraging it how they could be. So we actually put together a cool strategy for them that they're super stoked about that we think even if it's not in the top 5.5% of podcasting, they're going to make more money with our podcast this year than last year. Mm -hmm. I think that's something else I wanted to ask you about. And that is, you know, people saying, oh, I'm in the top 5%. I'm in the top five. Uh, I've had billions of downloads. I've had 2000 downloads. I mean, if you're not leveraging it uh, and tell us about what you describe as leverage, how should the linkage happen? None of the vanity numbers that we just talked about. Like I, I, my podcast ranks number or 2% in the world. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how many downloads I have. And this is how I explain it to every client. Do you want a thousand people in a room that you have to go pitch that's never heard you? Or do you want 10 that love you that will probably buy from you? What room would you go in? Because that tells me what they're going for. Okay. If they're going for vanity numbers, like we can grow that, but is that going to create the impact that drives our company? Do we want to be a part of that? Because we want the impact 
So we're about impacting the impactors. We try to get them to understand the vanity numbers are great. That doesn't pay the bills. If you're, if you're trying, like all of our clients, I am very blessed that every single one of our clients are out there to make an impact. Every single one. And, and they're all, they're all amazing people. And we're all very excited to be a part of it. And, and it's funny how those people started finding us because we changed our messaging. But when, when I look at how I leverage, it's truly about the relationships that I've built from the show. Am I able to be on cooler shows because I have these great relationships? And what kind of collaborations can we do to help each other grow that benefits both parties, mm -hmm. right? And that's how I look at leveraging. And the guests on my show, some are people that I just want to learn from. Some are potential clients. Like we went through a real estate kick. I wanted to learn about real estate. So guess what? We asked some people about real estate to come on my show <laughs> you know? yes, yes. because I wanted to learn about it. It was selfish. We use part of it for coaching. I mean, it's, it was just a reality. This is what we're learning. This is what we want to know. And it was a fun conversation. This Friday, we have a pro wrestler that wrestled uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Undertaker. And we're going to talk about that. And so it's just kind of a, a fun show, but I've known this guy for years, mm -hmm. you know? And so it's truly leveraging the relationship in a positive way, not for a financial gain. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You know, and as we think about hindsight, I can't help but wonder what you see often as the mistakes or the potholes that people make, like swing and a miss. Yeah, yeah, gosh. Well, I will say, let's just stick to podcasting for a second, right? So they're going to start a podcast and we, so many people are like, I'm going to go and I'm going to go every day because you guys go every day. I'm like, don't do that. Like, just don't do it. Once a week, consistent. Make sure you never miss that once a week. When you have 60 shows in the bank, add a second day. Because there's going to be a week. And this is what we tell people. Whatever your business is, when it blows up because of this podcast, will you be able to consistently do five days a week? Mm -hmm. Yes or no? And if it's maybe, or you can tell, oh, yeah, I can do anything. No. Like we know because we do it. So instantly we have some experience and we talk people off that ledge a lot, right? We had one person that just launched and she went out and said, I'm going to do three days a week. And we're like, ah, oh, you're going to burn out. Like you're going to burn out. Yeah. Right. And then they feel committed to always staying at three days a week. And we're like, look, just go down to two and it's going to make your life so much easier because mm -hmm. you're getting busier. Because mm -hmm. you've got more visibility. Well, if you get emails and phone calls that say, "Hey, I'm really missing that third day," then uh... talk about it. yeah. I mean, nobody's nobody's gonna miss your third day. Just what? trust me. Right. Nobody's exactly. gonna miss it. Right. Be yeah. consistent. Show up when you say you're gonna do, and commit to less. Just commit to less. Once a week is what people expect. That that's all you need to do. Yeah. Well, Ron, what a great conversation. I want to close in a minute uh, on a bigger picture question. But before we get off of this, make sure we know where to find you. Uh, how can we connect with you and learn more about your work? Yeah, absolutely. I am all over social media. Our Cool Junior. You can go to my uh, website. It's follow.cool. And uh, that's like my funnel hub. You can go anywhere. Uh, and get HHM we talked about or profitswithpodcasts.com. Yeah, a lot of good stuff there. So Ron, as you look ahead, I mean, we got to look over the hill, but just as you look towards what you want to accomplish, 
I loved your use of the word impact. What are you hoping to make an impact for, business or otherwise? Gosh, a little bit of both. We are looking, so I'm going to talk about a personal thing that we're trying to do. So I go to a portable church and we were just blessed. They just bought a building. It was $2.5 million or something crazy like that. I want to be able to help them raise the money that they didn't think they can get through our agency and donate that all back and just pay off the church. So that's like one like personal goal that, that I want to do. But when we talk about impact, we want to personally impact a thousand people. It's 960 left this year to launch their show. And, uh, you know, we've, we've pretty much calculated they'll probably impact, you know, a hundred people each. So that's a lot of people that we'll be able to touch just by getting people to start. And the whole idea of our show and our, our mantra and our impact mission is don't stop. You know, you're going to start hitting these walls that it's going to be really, really hard. And you know what? That means you're that much closer. Mm -hmm. Push through it. Learn what you need to learn to get past it. And then you're going to realize there's a next hard. And just push through that. Because if you quit, you're not cheating on yourself. You're cheating the person you could have impacted their life in a positive way. Mm, so strong. Well, thanks for that inspiration and encouragement, Ron. We really appreciate that. No, thanks. I, I think it reminds our listeners that as much as we do talk about the creative process all the time, and we love a good branding conversation, but geez, what are, what are we doing here? And I think we're all looking for that bigger impact, especially now. I mean, have you found this? The more people you talk to, the more people are saying, you know, I'm not just looking to hit some numbers in my quarterly KPIs. You know, I'm looking to make a yeah. little bit bigger impact. Well, I think people realize, especially with the pandemic, like life's short. What's my legacy? What are people going to remember me for? And you know what? Those companies that said they would take care of you, they're not, mm -hmm. right? And so everybody's making this shift and uh, it's going to be very, I've, I've said the world will never be the same because people, there's two things that happened. People realize they don't need the job they thought they needed. And then on the flip side, the company realizes they don't have to do it the way they used to do it. I mean, it's just now normal. Long lines are just normal, mm -hmm. right? It's okay to be out of things. It's okay to not have enough people working. It's not, but I'm telling you. I, the I, whole I, context has changed. I told my wife, I go, look, nothing's going to be the same because companies lost millions and they're going to try to make it up. So interesting. Yeah, for sure. Well, Ron, what a wonderful conversation. And I think this is why we, uh, why I do this podcast is because I know there's a lot of people that are listening that say, I got a great idea. Uh, I've always wanted to start X, Y, or Z, whether it's write the book or write, record the album, do the medical research. I mean, how high do you want to go on that uh, idea ladder? But right. they've said, I, I need that extra boost. And usually that boost is confidence that you do have a good idea and that you are going to make impact. But sometimes it's process and procedure, and as you called it, system to get a little bit more of those connections that we need. So listeners, come back again for our next episode, but be sure to check out Ron Cool. He's at follow.cool, and you'll find all the other links that you need there.
So come back again for our next episode. We'll continue our around the world journey virtually to talk to creative experts, organize your ideas, get more connections, more confidence to launch. And that's the key. Launch your idea out into the world. For Unlocking Your World of Creativity, I'm Mark Stinson, and we'll see you next time. Unlocking Your World of Creativity with Mark Stinson. Copyright 2021. We've created a special offer just for listeners of the podcast. You can get our book, A World of Creativity. Paperback is at a special price of $5.98, and the Kindle version is only $0.99. Cents. Go to my website, mark-stinson.com. The book is featured on the homepage. You can click it and go to Amazon, mark-stinson.com, and enjoy the book.